Off the ball. It's not like Maradona or Messi, where the ball is tied to the left foot. I always see the ball as something which is bouncing, like an obedient, happy puppy. Subscribe now to the OTB Football Podcast stream wherever you get your podcasts and download the OTB Sports app. OTB AM with Gillette. Get into your flow with the new Gillette Labs Razor with exfoliating bar. Very nice, Maddie Taylor. I can see him getting his car. I've decided to go to Bolton. I'm waving and going out the car. Man. Just love moving teams and then you have to do an initiation. They just don't seem to be able to get deals over the line. Right. Phil Egan, welcome back, buddy. How are you doing, lads? Deal or no deal. 2023 version. Are you excited for this month? Yeah, there's a lot of stuff going around, obviously, and it's you know, people would have put themselves in the shop window with the World Cups, so that adds a few a few pounds or a few euros to the, the the value. I think one of those examples would be Enzo Fernandez. Yeah, which hasn't quite been the done deal that we thought it was no. going to be when we were talking about it the other day, because it looked like there was an impetus behind it that it was getting over the line that Chelsea were going to pay more than the buyout clause. Now Chelsea are like, hang on, maybe we shouldn't pay more if there's like a well, the figure's nowhere near now. If what they were fixed fee, we should pay the fixed fee at, at most. Yeah. Yeah. So what's going on here? I, I see. I think there's always so much speculation about this, right? That there's just—it's very easy just to get stories out there, and it gets people excited because people get so excited about the, to- the prospects of their club signing players. Mm. You know, it's almost they forget where their their team is. They just think, let's get, like, let's win the transfer window. Whereas. The best thing you can be doing is getting these deals done without anyone really knowing. I mean, Cody Hakpo all of a sudden arrives at Liverpool. Like that that's, was, just, that, that's a rare thing in the modern day. That but n- Liverpool have knows. actually been quite good at it, yet they are linked with everyone at the moment. Yeah. Whereas you kind of think that's not going to happen. But what it does is it gets Liverpool fans excited about... Geez, like, at one stage they were linked with about four midfielders, but they mightn't even sign a midfielder in January. What I'm saying is that... You know, it's kind of like soap gossip where, you know, it it gives you a little insight into what clubs might be thinking, but you can't believe it all. Yeah, uh, when it comes to transfers, you can literally make anything up and uh, it's largely now believable because so many ridiculous things have happened in terms of prices for players who really weren't worth it. Um, It's it's interesting, though, that the the difference, if you think about um, how Liverpool have gone about their business, versus say Manchester United who've been involved in sagas that are yeah. all season long the Sancho thing was a saga and they didn't really learn from that um, you would hope that the new manager has somehow got more of a handle on the relationship with the rest of the club and wherever the leaks were coming from uh, and because there seems to be more of a strategy behind what they're trying to do on the pitch perhaps that will feed into their transfer strategy I'm not sure because they they had obviously been um, linked with. Are you saying Hackbo? Where are we going with the soft G Hackbo? I think both are okay, right? Because uh, the Togolese would pronounce it with a G, and that's um, where it originates from as well. So, okay, I mean the Dutch would never pronounce the G as a hard G. Louis Hackbo, Louis van Gaal. Yeah, of course. Um, I don't know. What do you expect from Manchester United in this window? I think they have to sign a striker. Because if something happens, Rashford, I, I expect something to happen in Martial mm. because he's just very injury prone. But if something happens, Rashford, they need backup. And they're, they're going to need to take him out anyway because he's an explosive player. 
and he's in great form and you know he's one of the the many players that have returned to form under Eric Ten Hag and even just the the disciplinary issue against Wolves where yeah you know you, you slept in it can happen but you got to pay the consequences you're on the bench comes on at half time and scores and it just seems everything Ten Hag is doing at the moment is going very well um, you know obviously the, the Ronaldo business so he's shown like he has the power and players will there is players in this United squad who have down tools and thrown previous managers under the bus but right now they know they're not in a position to do that because he's the boss and it, you know everyone's behind him yeah, as somebody on Twitter, and I apologise for missing it, said the banter era at Manchester United appears to be over. It was we, it was a great run where we ten had years, it. yeah, yeah well, a long time, good decade. Yeah, but it's <clears throat> you know it it can creep back in very quickly as well. It just takes a few bad results that then players start getting frustrated again. It's very when things are going well, and there's going to be a spell which obviously happened at the start of the season. You think back to the the Brighton and Brentford defeats. And they've steadied the ship so so well after that. But if there's a few sticky results, then it's how they react to that. But right now they look like they're just very, very solid. They're very efficient. Um, I wouldn't say they're as easy in the eye as they will be when he gets exactly what he wants from the players that he gets to bring in, but also the players that he has get to understand exactly what he's looking for. There's just a bit of organisation about United now. All of a sudden, yeah. the, the Casemiro goal the other night against Bournemouth, set-piece, and United couldn't score from set-pieces at all. They have a set-piece guy now. Yeah. They Steve McLaren in, who's probably doing an underrated job as well, of course, Ten Hag's Dutch kind of colleague. Um, I mean, Aaron speaks good Dutch. Very good Dutch. Fluent, yeah. Very fluent in Dutch. <clears throat> but like, that sort of thing goes, un- goes unnoticed. Like Casemiro comes in, as you say, the decision-making not to play him straight away mm. has clearly come back to... Um, Come to fruition. And let's not forget when they brought in Casemiro, a lot of people thought, is this just not what United have been doing for the last 10 years, where they're signing players that are, are I'm not, say, not saying that Casemiro was passive, but you would suggest his best days were gone. But the thing is, Casemiro, even not at his best, is still far better than anything United have had in there. Mm. Yeah, yeah. And it's a, it's a cultural reset and it seems to be working so far. As you say, though, um, you know, uh, let's not get too carried away yet the, the season is long the one thing that I'm surprised by is that they seem to be lobbying hard to keep David De Gea and sign him to a long term deal I wasn't sure I don't think I mean he played well from the chances I saw in the well recently yeah. Actually. Yeah. Um, he's saving lots but is he is he going to be the goalkeeper who lets that team play exactly the way they want to play in two years time I'm not sure maybe, maybe it's not a two years time decision maybe he's kicking that can down the road and saying we have much more well, he's free to talk to new clubs as of New Year's Day. But yeah, but it's also very hard to recruit a new keeper and say, right, there you go, you're mm. in, De Gea's gone, um, you're now the number one in Manchester United, this is how we want to play, and it's just not that easy. No, Jack Butland was the rumour yesterday. Yeah, that's, backup. that's a backup, because Dubravka's gone back. Yeah. Like, Dubravka came in and played a few games, did okay. Yeah. But it, it's just, it's hard to get a good backup keeper, where you know that your first choice keeper is out and you think, do you know what, you know, it's not going to be too much of a, an issue. Just when you mentioned, sorry, the number nine situation at United, <clears throat> the banter era that you mentioned, like you had Falcao, Alexis Sanchez, Audio Nogallo, all these guys coming in who are washed up strikers, they have to sign <clears throat> someone properly, but you're seeing names being linked like Alvaro Morata, Olivia Giroud, and again, maybe they just need to sign someone on loan until the summer, but I, I, like... What what name strikes you as the, the player that's the answer there? 
There was a few people suggesting a good signing for them would be Memphis Depay. Mm. And I know since he left United, things have changed. You know, he you know he had a good time <coughs> at Leon, um, but I, I'm not sure about that one. Uh, Chupa Moting's name has come up, and again, he's been in really good form for Bayern Munich. People that if people don't watch football outside the Premier League or they're not going to know that. They're going to just think this guy wasn't very good at Stoke. Yeah. But, you know, people said that about Mo Salah when he arrived back at Liverpool going, oh, is this the Chelsea reject? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. Well, same with De Bruyne. Um, very quickly, right, uh, do you expect the big transfers to happen or are these just sagas for the window to keep the fans I think, interested? I think some of them will happen um, because clubs are desperate. Obviously, the, the Mudrick one for Arsenal. One thing that struck me watching Arsenal the other night, the first eleven. Very good. Didn't have many options oh. on the bench. Obviously, Gabriel Jesus is injured. Fiera was on the bench. Who One sub to the very, night, a very good player. Yeah, Tommy Atsu came on. So I think so much can depend. You need a bit of luck in terms of injuries. And that, I include United in that. I Obviously, you look at I, Manchester City are the best equipped that even if something happened Erling Haaland, they have Alvarez. Yeah. yeah. They'd be fine. They'll be fine. But you just think that a lot of the managers are going to be looking going, I need some backup here because, you know, we are, after coming off the back of a World Cup, the second half of the season is longer than normal. <coughs> so let's uh, make sure we get back up and we're not caught short. All right, feel good stuff. That is the first episode of uh, 2023's Deal or No Deal. Hi, Roy, it's Maddie Taylor. I can see him getting his car. I've decided to go to Bolton. I'm waving him going out the car, <laughs> Just love moving teams and then you have to do an initiation. They just don't seem to be able to get deals over the line. 